You're listening to the Sheep Spot Podcast, a show for hand spinners about making yarns we love. Hello there, Sheep Spotters. Welcome to episode 52 of the Sheep Spot Podcast. I'm Sasha from Sheepspot.com, where we offer diverse hand-dyed wools and the information and support you need to make those wools into beautiful yarns. Today, we are talking about designing yarn with a particular project in mind. And we're talking about this both because, well, for two reasons, both because I am wanting to embark on a big ish spinning project. And also because this is the second biggest challenge my customers and listeners share with me. So the first one is finding time to spin. Um, And the second one is how to spin the right yarn for something that you want to make. So I'm going to be talking about knitting here since that's mostly what I do. But a lot of what I'm going to cover will be applicable. The applicable to woven or crocheted projects as well with some adaptation. So there are a lot of things to think about when you're spinning for something in particular, rather than spinning just to spin and then finding a project to go with the yarn. Now, don't get me wrong. I spend lots of time spinning just to spin and then find a project to use the yarn for. Um, And that's maybe something we should talk about exactly how to go about doing that. Um, If that's something you'd like to hear more about, do let me know. Sasha at cheapspot.com. And I'm all for that way of spinning. Um, I, I think really, you know me, whatever floats your boat. But lots and lots of you want to see a pattern or imagine a project and create a yarn to go with it. So in this next series of episodes, I'm not sure exactly how many of them there will be, but in this next series of episodes, we're going to talk about all the things that go into spinning for a particular project, including how to think through the kind of yarn that will work best with a particular pattern, how to decide on the spinning method and ply structure. And those are the two things I'm going to talk about in this episode. Next week, I'm going to talk about how to choose the best fiber. Uh, The week after that, how to design a color palette. And in my case, how to actually dye the fiber. Um, How to prepare the fiber, how to sample, how to spin, and how to ply. And this is the project that I'm going to be telling you about today is a fairly large project in terms of yardage. It's about 1,700 yards. So it's the equivalent of a sweater for many of us. Um, so consistency is going to be really important through the whole spin. And I'll be talking a lot about how you can kind of maximize your consistency from skein to skein. So let's dive in. 
First thing we need is a pattern, right? So when I was at Ply Away, one of my breed school students, Lynn, came into the booth and she was wearing this amazing hand-knit shawl. And so, of course, I admired it as one does at that kind of event. I really love big, cozy shawls and it was it's a beautiful shawl. So anyway... Of course, she took it off and started telling me all about it. And the more she told me about the design, the more I wanted to make one of my own. So the pattern is Via Yante by Martina Bem. And that Via Yante is the Portuguese word for traveler. I did check on the internet to see if I was pronouncing it correctly. I'm not sure how close I'm getting Portuguese speakers. I just apologize in advance. Um, but anyway, this pattern is extremely brilliant. Um, here is Martina's description of the pattern. She says, Via Yante is basically a very long and narrow triangular tube. Used flat, you can wrap it around your neck several times or put it on your shoulders as you would with a shawl. Open it up at the lace border and pull it on over your head and it will keep your entire upper body warm. If you wish, you can use it to add a dramatic asymmetrical silhouette to your wardrobe. And I love the asymmetry, I have to say. Best thing, that that was me, not Martina. Um, now we're back to Martina. Best thing, if you forgot your hat, you can just pull the narrow garter stitch part over your head and hide your ears from the cold. It's so versatile, you will not want to leave the house without it. So Lynn was actually wearing it just folded up. And the thing that I love about that is that because the, f- the fabric is doubled, um, I'm hoping that it'll be much more likely to stay put. Also, it's just a great big shawl. So um, there's so many things to love about this pattern. The size, the fact that there's no purling, and the fact that it's the perfect thing for a chilly house in a Canadian winter. So I was totally sold. Um, Martina knit her version from a single 300 gram skein of a lace yarn from Volmiza in Superwash Merino. And that skein is 1,575 meters or 1,722 yards. So that was my first sort of point of departure in thinking about the yarn. I knew I want a very fine yarn. Um, and I know that I want a lot of it. Um, and so the next thing I thought about was the ply structure. So I really love to knit with three ply yarns and that's kind of my go-to structure for knitting. But this shawl has this lovely kind of very simple mesh lace pattern at the border and for that, I know that I want a two-ply. So the, the structure of two-ply yarns is such that just the physics of how they are in the world. Um, anytime I, you hear me talking about physics, I'm basically just, you know, making shit up. Anyway, oh, now we're going to need an explicit rating on this episode. Sorry, sorry. <sighs> anyway, um, 
me and physics. I never took physics and not the kind of thing I can, I really am going to be good at. Um, so, but two ply yarns have this thing, which is that they tend to hold open the holes in lace and most commercial lace yarns are two ply for this very reason. And my guess is that um, the Volmiza is as well, although I tried searched around a little bit on um, online to see if I could find out more about the yarn, and I could not. So I'm just making some educated guesses here. So the next thing I thought about was I knew I wanted those lace holes to, you know, look good and lacy. Next thing I thought about was what kind of fabric do I want for this garment? So it's a big shawl. I don't want it to be too heavy. And I also want it to be very warm. And so both of these considerations suggest a woolen yarn. So that was an easy decision. Um, I will be spinning this yarn long draw. Uh, but there's a trade-off, right? So normally woolen yarns don't have a lot of drape. And when you want a drapey yarn, and that's your top priority, then spinning the yarn worsted is going to be your best bet. Um, and even though I've never actually seen this yarn, I'm almost certain that the Volmiza is worsted just based on the other yarns that I've seen from them. Um, but for me, in this particular case, weight and warmth are more important than drape. And I do have a few tricks up my sleeve, which I will be telling you uh, about in subsequent episodes to um, help a little bit with drape. So my fiber choice and the way I'm going to prep the fiber are both, um, I both, I hope um, will both make the yarn a little drapier than it would be ordinarily. So these choices of ply structure and spinning method share another big advantage, and that is speed. So spinning two skinny plies will take me much less time than spinning three skinny plies, especially because I'm not really naturally a fine spinner. And long draw is my fastest draw by far. So I'm really hoping to get a lot of this project knitted while I'm in Nova Scotia in August. So speed is a big advantage. Also, you probably don't want me to, to hear me talk about this project forever, so there's that as well. Next week, I am going to talk to you about how I selected fiber for this um, project, and that is a little bit of a saga, as you'll see. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that next week. Until then... Um, guys, get on my mailing list. Go to sheepspot.com. There is a pop-up box that will come up on, right on the homepage. And you can put in your email address. You'll also get a little freebie from me. Um, it, it's, I believe the freebie that I have up there now is um, five mindset shifts to make you a better spinner. And but the most important thing is that you will hear about the extremely exciting things that are coming from Sheepspot in the fall. So you definitely want to stay in the loop. And the newsletter is the easiest way to do that. So I will see you next week. We'll talk about fiber selection. And until then, my darlings, have a wonderful week and go spin something.